0: Welcome everyone, this is Amy Winslow with a new episode of the Product Business Podcast. One of the things that you hear a lot if you are a business owner is that really extraordinary business owners are all avid learners, right? We're constantly experimenting, testing, tweaking, and upgrading our skill set. So you might wonder how it is that you should do that while you're running a a successful business and having employees and moving and grooving and making a lot of sales. Well, we're really fortunate that because of what we do with consumer products, I get to hang with some really, truly extraordinary business people and get to study business minds, right? Now, I happen to be a very active learner and so I thought I'd share how I learn right? How I fit it in with running the business and making things happen for clients the way that we do with large volume retailers and television shopping channels and their pitches for Shark Tank and all these other things, right? So this past Saturday, I really needed a break. We have been in this 30-day challenge with click funnels and it was really intense. Um, we've been finishing my first book uh, that's about to come out called Turn Products into Profits. So frankly, I really, really needed a spirit break. So my husband and I went to this farmer's market on Saturday, right? And so we're at this little farmer's market. There's, it's pretty small, right? There's, couple produce vendors and there's people selling handmade things and there's some food vendors but we're walking around and Jeff and I turn the corner of this little market outside up in the mountains and we see this booth right and it is called Parmigiano um, Parmigiano-Reggiano spread right it's a bit of a mouthful but it's this booth and it is the busiest one in the place right it is when we first walked up to it there were probably about eight people waiting to buy from him right so that's always a curiosity factor for me especially in a little market in a small mountain town where there's about five thousand two hundred people that live there so pretty small community right like how is this guy getting so many people to buy his spread so we walk over and he has great energy strong intention right and he's giving out samples and his samples are not small now this spread is a parmesan cheese spread in different flavors and he's got stuffed grape leaves and pita bread and there's probably about hmm, 10 different varieties of things you can buy from him and so he is taking a piece of pita bread and and ripping off a piece that's probably a good three inches square so definitely not a small sample right and he's loading it up with different spreads and he's handing and he's he's doing this before you even ask him for one he he'll ask you a question do you like tomato and then he just if you say yes, he's like dipping in, he's giving you the sample and he's he's like getting it into your hands and getting it into your mouth so you can experience how delicious it is. Now, so his samples were so big that literally I was sharing it with my husband. Every time the guy gave us a sample, we're sharing it, right? He was able to be in about four conversations at a time, right? And It was really good, and he's quoting prices to people, and he's saying, you know, it's $7 for one. Now, these are not inexpensive, right, because it's $7 for eight ounces. They're made fresh daily. There's no GMO. You know, the package is reasonable. All of these things, he's, he's like, got that lined up, right? And then it's, like, three of them for $20. And then the pita bread is, I think, $5 in addition. So... As we were walking away, because we had just gotten there and we're checking out this market for the first time, we said, okay, you know, I was like, I liked his hustle, so I'm definitely marking him in my brain at that point as, wow, we need to come back, right? We had about three or four different samples, and he was doing a few brilliant marketing things. Now, because I'm a student of marketing, of course, I was paying attention. So the way the rest of this goes is Jeff and I walk away and we're walking around the market and I had already thought to myself, I want to go back and get some of this guy's product, right? And I wanted to talk to him because he was doing a few things that were really interesting. And I was very aware of what he was doing and it was brilliant. And most people that sell at farmer's markets don't think this way. I could tell he was a really good marketer, especially for a food product. And as we're walking away, Jeff and I are talking and I said, did you catch what he was doing? And Jeff said, yeah, he was giving out really big samples. He could probably cut those back. And I said, no, 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 he's brilliant. He's brilliant, I'll tell you why he was doing that. And I told Jeff why, and I'll tell you in just a minute. And we walked through this whole market and we go back Right now, as we had left the first time, this couple was standing there and they were customers of his. Right, they're buying some product, they're buying about 20 25 dollars worth of things. And the woman in the couple, noticing that I was about to leave, turns to me and says, These are delicious, we come every week and we come just for this. Right, so one of his customers, Rabid Fan, had turned to me and given me a live testimonial about how awesome it was, right? And how delicious and how much they enjoyed it during the week. So really, really key, right? He had created a rabid, avid fan who was going to then speak to his new customer base called me, right? So we go through this whole market. And as we're kind of wrapping up, you know, we had Pegged about three different booths that we wanted to go back to, and his was one of them. And so Jeff and I go back, and it was a lot fewer people at right that moment. So we're talking to uh, Shami, who's the the gentleman in the booth, and I said, you know, you're brilliant at marketing. And he smiled, and he kind of got this little gleam in his eye. And I said, you know, we're going to take this one, and we'll take some pita bread and. And he's getting, now he had already given us some additional samples. The second time he was giving samples, like further into his sampling process with people, he takes one spread and then he puts that on the pita bread. And then he dips into this cucumber salad that he sells. And he says, oh, try this one with this, right? So if you didn't catch it, you wouldn't understand that he's actually cross-marketing his products to you at that moment right? Oh, see how good my pita bread and this dip and my cucumber salad go together, right? So we were talking as we were buying things, and I said, you know, you're really brilliant at marketing. And he said, you know, thank you. And I said something like, what's your background? Right? We're making a little bit of conversation. And he said, well, I come from Dubai, and my last job in Dubai was vice president of a bank a uh, bank branch right and i smiled and i said really and he said yes and i have two masters degrees in marketing and i smiled and i said well i could definitely tell that you had some experience and you had thought this through i said you you were giving out really big samples and i said it was brilliant because it triggers okay here's the lesson for all of you it triggers the law of reciprocity, right? Because he had given so much to you, you felt like buying from him because you wanted to give him something in return, right? He said, do you want to know why I do this? Uh, Of course, right? He said, because when I give a large sample, the people share it because there are very few of my customers that come by themselves. They come with their husband or their wife or their boyfriend or girlfriend. So if I give a big sample, they share it with the person they're with. And I smiled and he smiled because we both knew what that was doing. When I asked him why he was doing this, he said that he gave really large samples because people always came shopping in couples, right? So, for anybody who doesn't know the language in sales and just straight up business planning, you would call that a buying unit. One couple is a buying unit, right? So, Shami said that people shop in couples, and if I give them a really big sample, they share it with the other person. And that makes total sense, right, because it's a really big sample. And so when he does that he's able to serve twice as many couples than if he were to treat each person as an individual sample right so if each person is an individual sample that means when we walked up to the booth he would have had to be sampling and talking with eight people because he treats them as couples or he was treating us as couples, he was able to be in four conversations, which is possible. Eight is not possible. If you get much more than seven, it's not going to work, right? So he was able to leverage his sample size to create more sales without losing people because he couldn't serve them, okay? So it was pretty brilliant. I really... Want to encourage you that as you're going through your day as a business owner and entrepreneur, you to pay attention, right? So that was from me taking a break and being willing to talk with people. It was a brilliant marketing lesson. So tomorrow we're going to be talking a little bit about scaling a business and what that looks like to have that kind of hustle. And then the episode after that is going to Share some of the additional things about what it looks like when you're actually scaling a business and some of the steps that you need to take that are kind of surprising. So please feel free, join us for the live Q&A call in show that we do on Mondays. You can find the link to that in the description of this podcast. And we will talk to you on Monday and tune in tomorrow and, and the next day for additional episodes. Feel free to binge lesson to your heart's content with what we've already posted here. Bye for now.